0: Greetings, and welcome back to TanakhStudy.com. My name is Yitzhak et Shalom, and we have the pleasure of studying Sefer Divraim Amim together. Uh, and it's uh, kind of exciting to be coming to this parak for several reasons. First of all, because it is the final parak in Devarim Aleph, although the division is somewhat arbitrary and a little bit artificial. Uh, nonetheless, it is one that we work with. Uh, and second of all, because uh, this passage includes some very well-known pieces from our liturgy, David has charged Shlomo in front of all of his ministers, and they've all agreed and supported um, the building of the Mikdash, which will take place under Shlomo. And now in Pera Kahal. He turns to this entire assemblage of leaders, Shlomo v'ni echad, b'charbo Elohim na'varach. This singular son of mine, God has chosen him, and he is a young man, and he's yet, Soft, yes, untested. Rach is something David said about himself back in Shmuel Bet, Parachimel, if you recall, uh, after the death of Avner. And yet the work is great. The Bira, the fortress, is not something that a man can build. This particular fortress, it belongs to God, and therefore it is a great, great work. So, with all of my energy, I have prepared for this building. Gold for the gold work, silver for the silver work, copper for the copper work, uh, bronze, the um, the uh, iron for the iron work, and wood for that uh, which seems to be worked with wood. The different precious stones probably means stones that are set in embroidery. and All sorts of uh, valuable and precious stones and marble stones and, and many of them. My favoring this house if I have a treasure of gold and silver. I have given it to Hashem meaning more than everything that I prepared for the Beit HaKodesh as we had certain the house for the Aaron more than that I have set aside so 3,000 talents of gold is a huge amount of the gold from Ophir which is on the Abian Coast, for Vishivatal Fimkarzuk, and seven thousand talents of distilled purified silver, La Tuach in order to plaster with it or to cover with it the walls of the of the houses. La Zahab, La the houses here meaning rooms. Lahaza La Zahab, La Zahab, Lakasaf, La Kasf, W the Hom So the gold for that which is made gold, silver which that for that which needs to be made silver and for all of the work that's going to be done by the workmen, Who here among you will now volunteer to uh, extend his hand, as it were, and to commit himself to Hashem by continuing this work. And what happens, Sareh is a somewhat you know, unique term, it only shows up one of the places in Tanakh. It uh, seems to be the heads of the household, the heads of the families. V'sari Shivtei Yisrael. Had the murder of Sarei A'alafim The Sarei Melechad All of them volunteered themselves. V'itnu lavodat beit zahav, kikarim chamishet alafim. So they gave 5,000 talents of gold. V'adar chonim ribo. And 10,000 adar chonim, which seems to be the Persian coin of or, uh, uh which is... Uh, which means that this is now not full talents of gold, but rather pieces of gold weighed up to that amount. 10,000 talents of silver, a number that we're familiar with from, uh, from the story of Achashveroshu. And 10,000, 10, um 10, uh, uh 18,000, uh, talents of bronze. And of iron, a hundred thousand. avanim, Anybody who had precious stones gave it into the treasury. girshuni from Levi. Everybody was very happy and excited about this this uh this great donation. They gave it with a full heart, a a, a wholehearted and willing donation. David David himself was happy with a great. Rejoicing. And then, with all of this wealth here, David turns, and in front of all of them, he blesses Hashem. David. Here's what he says. Right? And now, Avinu here actually may not be referring to another way of referring to God, but rather Yisrael Avinu. Blessed are you Hashem, the God of Israel, who's our Father. And you have been our God forever. And this is connecting back to the Avot. And he says, Now this can be read in two different ways, both valid. One of them is that all greatness and power and glory and splendor uh, all belong to you, or all of them come from you. Meaning that all of this glory that we are about to build here is really something that comes from you. And the second reading is more recommended based on what happens a little bit later in this passage. Because everything in heavens really is yours. The kingdom and any sort of power, anybody who's had everything, that's all coming from you all of the wealth all of the glory it's all in front of you which echoes the passage in Chagai uh, at the end of uh, in in Chagai Bet when Chagai says that it all belongs to me you rule over all you have the power in your hands and you have the ability to strengthen and to raise up all or anybody What's the conclusion of that? We give you great thanks because you've given us this kingdom and you've given us this gold and you've given us the power to use it for this. We give praise to your glorious name. So who am I and who is my nation? We should have, be able to have the power to give this much. In other words, why did we, why did we merit this? And this echoes David's words, both in Perak Zion and also back in Shmuel Bet Perak Zion, the, the parallel, when David is told he can't build a mikdash and he comes with this great thanksgiving over being selected. He says, Kimimcha it all comes from you, umiyadcha natanulach. And from your hand, we're giving it back to you. In other words, you've given us all this wealth and now we're giving it back to you. We are simply strangers in front of you. We don't own this place. Just like our ancestors, we are just residents, alien residents, wandering through. And it's the fact that, unlike Avram Yitzchak and Yaakov, we have a kingdom, and I'm the king, and we have control. We have military control. Bottom line, we're all visitors here. This echoes, of course, uh, the words in Tehilim Tzadi. Uh, which is that our days are like a shadow over the land. Nobody has any hope of living forever. Hashem, all of this greatness, this, this, this amassing of things that we have put together, it's to build a house for your holy name. It comes from your hand, and it all belongs to you. We're not claiming any special credit. We're just giving back. <speaking in Hebrew> I know, levav, that you search out the hearts, u'me <speaking> sharim <in Hebrew> you want straightness, you want honesty and integrity. <speaking> in <Hebrew> and I'm, I'm, I'm announcing here that I have given all of this, donated all of this, with a straight heart, no ulterior motives. V'yata <speaking in Hebrew> and your people who are found here, <speaking in Hebrew> that I see that they are very happily giving to you also. So Hashem, who is the God of our Father, again pointing to the relationship that's been ongoing. Keep this forever. Remember always this great outpouring of donation that was given with a full heart. Hold on to the the thinking of the people of your people and how much they love you, and continue to turn their hearts towards you, and and now as far as my son goes, Shalim, give him a full heart, a complete heart, full will to keep your laws and your statutes and your and your judgments, in order to do everything to build this this fortress that I have planned. Okay, and now, now David turns to the assemblage, in front of whom he's just blessed God, and he says, Now you bless God. They blessed Hashem, the God of their fathers. They bowed and prostrated themselves before Hashem and to the king. The king here could be David or Shlomo, but either way, they are recognizing his special position. And then the next day they brought Korbanot, both Shlamim and Olot, uh the day after that Parim Elef, a thousand bulls, Elim Elef, a thousand rams, and Izkayam, and a thousand lambs, and all the Nesachim for all of them the wine and the flour and the uh oil, Uzvachim Barisrael, and then many, many Shlamim for everybody they ate and they drank that day with great happiness, and this reminds us in a macro way of the very small story that we read about Shaul, and the people celebrating at Gilgal, uh, at his coronation, and just like in that scene here, they again re recrown Shlomo, and they, uh, and they anoint uh, Shlomo as the king, as the leader, and then they also properly anoint Sadoka HaKohen. Eviatar is erased from this entire memoir. Eviatar, who was David's Kohen, but then was purged at the end because of his loyalty to Adonijah, that entire story doesn't exist here. Um, and of course, the notion that Shlomo is, is, is crowned and anointed not once, but twice while David is still alive, as, and, and healthy and active and speaking to the people. Is very different than the story that we read in Malachim Aleph. And then Shlomo sat on the throne of Hashem as a king in place of David's father. And notice again this father to son thing, just like you are the God of our fathers, go to Israel. And now Shlomo sits on the throne of his father, and it's successful, everybody obeys him. All of the ministers and all of his his fighters and all of the other sons of David gave support to Shlomo. And again, different than the story that we hear with Adoniyahu specifically. And God raised Shlomo greatly, in front of everybody, put the glory of kingdom on him. You know, he we became royal. There never was a king like that beforehand. Well, there were only two kings, maybe at most, if you count Shol as a king, and so he, in that way, Shlomo had the gleam of 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 of, of royalty, a regal bearing more than David. For David, And here we hear the the tiny, uh, the short hespate for David. David had been king. Malach had ruled over Israel. He ruled for 40 years. Seven years in Hebron, 33 in Yerushalayim, exactly the way that we're given the details in uh, at the end of in of his life in Melachim Aleph. He died at a good old age. Long years with wealth and glory. And Shlomo ruled in his place. Again, there is also no story of David being old and cold and Avishag Hashan coming to warm him up here David is presented as a powerful man till the very end, fully in control, uh, anointing Shlomo in his life and then dying a peaceful death. And as Chazal say in batra in the famous sugya of the uh, can about the canonization Sefer Shmuel was written by Shmuel and was completed by Natan and God because of course Shmuel dies uh, in the after the first uh, 24 chapters of Shmuel, less than halfway through. Um, and uh, and so the, this now makes a reference that says all of the other stories of David, you can find them in what we refer to as Sefer Shmuel. Uh does it mean that there were three different books, uh, Sefer Shmuel and Sefer Natan and Sefer God that later were put together into Sefer or are there books that we don't have access to in any case, the stories of David that are not mentioned here in Devarimim at all uh, are all listed there. And many of the exploits of David, including Shaul, who's not mentioned here, and uh, David uh, running to from Shaul, David's marriage to Michal, and all of that, you'll have to look in Shmuel for. in Yisrael, so his kingdom, his power, all of the things that passed over, all of the, thing, the events, and all of the other kingdoms around, that can all be found in Sefer. Shmuel, Haro'en, Atan Hanavi, and God HaChosen. This brings us to the end of Zivramim Aleph. In the next podcast, we'll pick right up with Zivramim Bet, as Shlomo uh, now moves to do the main job that we've been seeing prepared for, for over ten Prakim, and that is to build the Beit HaMikdash. I everybody mean, should have a wonderful, wonderful day.